0: Welcome to Tell You Over Drinks, a weekly podcast where we tell hilarious and sometimes horrifying stories about dating, relationships, friendships, and overall adulting. This is Hendrix, and it looks like we're about three bottles in uh, on this session.
1: And this is Jackie. I'm actually drinking Mothcow Mules today. It's Ginger here, and I guess I lied a little bit. I'm still
2: kind of talking to somebody from Bumble. I'm not on Bumble, so it doesn't count.
3: Bullet here, and uh, happily in a relationship. I'm just kidding, I'm still single.
4: And Stella back here. At it again with the single life. So lately I've been
2: battling with this idea of uh, when or is it too soon to have sex, or say you want a relationship, or really like a lot of aspects of relationships um and i just i kind of wanted to hear your stories guys and just get feedback because i feel like you know sometimes you have sex too soon and you feel like it ruins it you wait forever to have it
4: just does it not matter i definitely have waited too long to have Mm -hmm. sex with someone i was in college and i dated this guy and i thought he was perfect like anything that i would have wanted in a guy was what he was and i think i like wanted to wait until it was like the perfect time and we ended up becoming really close we like had so much in common had so much fun together but when it came time to have sex it was the most awkward situation like i really felt like we were both just like making the motions like literally making the motions of having sex but like no one was enjoying themselves
0: so what, what do you think it was? Like why?
4: I think that we just got too comfortable and it was like having sex with a friend. Like there was wrong with that.
0: How, how long was it?
4: We dated for a little bit and then we stopped seeing each other and then we had been seeing each other for about three months. But by that point we had known each other for about a year.
0: Okay. But you weren't
3: like dating for the whole year.
4: Yeah. But we had been seeing each other for at least three months. Yeah.
3: But I had a, a girl that told me that she wouldn't have sex with me for three months. And after three months, when we had sex, it was awesome.
2: And was this the first time you ever had sex? No, it was not the first
4: time either of us had, had sex.
0: I mean, Jackie and I didn't have sex for about four months after we were dating.
4: Whose choice was that? <laughs> <laughs> mutual.
3: It, it was. <laughs> I have a feeling that wasn't mutual. I like the sarcasm in Jackie's <laughs> voice. <laughs>
0: Um, It was something I felt like I had to do. It was definitely not something I wanted to do. But I think both of us were a little scared that it wasn't going to be any good. And we, I mean, within that four months, we had built up a really strong friendship and everything seemed great. But we're like, well, what if the physicality just isn't there? So it
1: definitely got to the point where I was honestly concerned that he was going to tell me that he had an STD. And that's <laughs> why he waited for so long, like, was so we could really build a relationship and, like, develop those feelings. <laughs> like, like, oh, oh by uh, the way. Uh... Yeah. And I don't know. I mean, that was just a small possible warning of my, like, concern of mine. But I also thought it was just because of our situation and needing to take our time. And it, it definitely worked out for our relationship. But I was scared.
0: I mean, what what is the right amount of time? that you're supposed to have sex.
3: I mean...
4: I know. Now, like, if I like someone, I sleep with them immediately. (laughs) I...
3: I First date? First date. (laughs) All right. I have to say, sleep with them before you go on a first date. That way you can just not even worry about spending money.
2: No, 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 no. no. So I remember this time specifically that I was out to dinner with both Jackie and Bullet, and we were were all talking. This is like, way before Hendrix, and... Bullet told us that no matter what, keep it in your pants and whether you have to like screw somebody else on the side. <laughs> just like really don't have <laughs> sex with them until like absolutely possible cuz like that's what ruins everything. <laughs> so like this is this is actually like one of the reasons I wanted to talk about this tonight because Bullet is here. And then I feel like we have other opinions now, too. So I want to I wanna know your opinion now because I feel like since then you've, like, said other things, Bullet.
3: Well, my advice to all my lady friends is wait. Don't have sex with a guy right away because most guys don't respect women after they have sex with them.
1: Oh, I totally agree that. Or maybe that. it's not a lack of respect. Maybe it's just, like, the chase is gone. That
3: could be a possibility as well.
0: But, I mean, if the chemistry is there... And you feel that connection, then isn't it still going to be there? I have
4: very poor self-control, I feel. I'm, <laughs> I really want to have sex with this person, <laughs> but, you know, I'm just not going to. Do you know because... what? I,
2: you know, now hearing Bullet's advice again and kind of reflecting on some things. And I think what Bullet means is that most guys, similar to what my dad told me when he gave me the sex talk, <laughs> um, most guys will have sex with you no matter what. The reason you advise your girl, your lady friends, to not have sex with men until like maybe you're in a very, very monogamous relationship, is because most men will just like do anything to get the B. right? I've, I've what if seen. You just s- give it to them, and they're like,
0: "Well, I mean, oh,
2: I it. Uh, and then you regret it, and then you regret it." But on the other hand, if it, I feel like if it's really gonna work out, like if it's if you guys are like a good match, then does it doesn't fucking matter, right?
0: I mean, it's a fine line because I agree with what you're saying. I have friends that, as long as you're not a pencil sharpener, they will put themselves inside of you. And wait, what does that mean? Well, imagine putting yourself inside of a pencil sharpener. What do you think is going to happen?
1: It's a unique analogy. They'll fuck anything. Oh, okay. So I've always like been hoping to find my husband since I was like four. I've always followed the quote unquote rules of dating I've always waited a long time before I am intimate with someone and up until okay right around the time you guys remember that voicemail I got that was like you're gonna be alone childless no your husband cat in your degree house yeah, yeah exactly I was like fuck it like I am gonna be alone with my one cat. 90 cats. My one cat, and then I guess 90 cats and my one cat. Um, (laughs) And I was just like, whatever. I guess it doesn't matter anymore because I've been dating for 10 years and nothing has ever panned out into anything, so fine. Like, I've had relationships, but obviously. Try dating
3: for longer.
1: I did date for longer. Dated people for years. Anyway, so I went out with someone from, I believe it was Tinder, and I'll admit it, I totally hooked up with him, shut up. (laughs) On our second date. And I was so mortified with myself that I did it, but half of me was like, screw it, like, doesn't matter anymore. Mm -hmm. And then he was good luck, Chuck, because then I met Hendrix and Hendrix and I started dating. I think I
4: have slept with every boyfriend except that one boyfriend on our first date.
1: And I will say this person didn't like hit it and quit it and like, yeah. milkless was free or whatever you say. Like,
3: Sex you know, is a wonderful yeah, thing. Fine. Like, I, there's so such a taboo about it.
4: Like, it's fine if you want to wait and that's, like, your choice. But I feel like a lot of people are like, oh, my God, do you stop with him? Like, on your first date, like, you're so slutty.
0: Well, I think the difference is that it almost goes back to a lot of the things that we talk about. And it comes back to communication. Like, if you both talk about what you're looking for and you're on the same page... Even if you connect and it turns into something greater, it doesn't mean that you have so to why does, wait.
4: Why does every time you have sex have to be part of a relationship?
0: It doesn't.
3: Yeah.
4: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, There's a lot of men out there so like, that are happy right now. Yeah, I don't know. I don't think that like having sex with someone has to be because you're committed to them or you're like both looking for the same end result like maybe oh i i completely
2: agree i don't and i i do think there's still like a stigma in our society that
4: every relationship has to be actually
2: actually women like like women having sex with a man outside of a relationship is slutty and it's not like guess what i'm horny and i want to have sex like why is that a problem it's
0: kind of a double standard right
2: and i think that that's part of the issue with dating and having sex early on, whether it's a first date or even the fifth date or 10th date is that it's seen in some men's mind as slutty and that you don't want a relationship and that you aren't relationship material. And I think that's wrong. I think that's bullshit. And I think that I know at least for myself, as a woman and somebody who's dating dated a lot and who I I know myself very well that if I'm spending time with you on multiple dates and I'm giving you the time of day then that means that I could see this going somewhere legitimately and I respect you and that's why and I and I've and I've explained that I'm looking for a relationship then like that's why I'm sleeping with you it's not because I just want to like have sex with you and I'm A slut. It's because, like, I want this relationship to progress. I'm attracted to you, etc.
0: I agree. I think everyone is different, and everyone has. I mean, you have to know yourself, right? You have to know and be confident in yourself about what you want. You have to communicate that. But if you do that and someone still perceives you as a slut or whatever it is, even after you've communicated that, then that's just an issue with their perception yeah
4: they're not the right person for you right right. no i know like the last guy i dated we broke up for a little bit before we got back together for a little bit and in that in between time we were talking i said that like oh i like went out with this guy And he was like, oh, my God, you're such a slut. I can't believe you, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, what? He's like, well, you slept with me on our first date, so obviously you probably slept with this person on your first date. And I was like, are you – not that I didn't, but, like,
3: (laughs) 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 yeah. So, I mean, look, our our society is based on a Puritan society. We have stigmatized sex and being intimate with someone for hundreds of years. True. It is really very sad. You go over to other countries and they're not like this about sex. Oh, not and at all. They just hook up and it's not a big deal. Like, you know, uh, people are, are just very open about that. There are cultures that will have sex with both genders
0: and it's not a big deal. Culturally, there's no gay or lesbian, they are just having fun and to us it's very different but it's interesting to hear about the different cultures and what can be normal and what is abnormal
2: you know i think about my time i lived in um spain for a summer when i was in college and i i just like noticed like the pda there is like 10 times more than it is here and that's normal and it's okay like in the parks like you're basically dry humping in the parks and that's okay (laughs) you know what i mean like that is acceptable um And then I think back about a relationship I had in December of this past year. And I really, really like this guy. He was exceptional from any other guy I dated. I still to this day think about him a lot. And um, we saw each other almost every day for about two weeks. He came to my family's Christmas um, because he wasn't going home for Christmas. So and it was his favorite holiday. So I just invited him along. And we ended up having sex um, on New Year's Eve, and I didn't feel like I pushed it. I definitely insinuated at it because I was attracted to him, but in no way did I did I feel like I pushed it, and it happened. And then he kind of just like got really distant. And a few days later, he told me like we had sex way too soon. Um, we don't even know each other. And how shocker, how long have you guys been seeing each other? Uh, it had been like three weeks. But we had seen each other like five, six times since then. There, Gone out of there's something second. else there. I,
3: I I, feel like there was – he was either not ready to get in a relationship or right. he was afraid where it was going to go, et cetera. There was something else there. I agree with Hendrix.
2: Like when guys say things like that, like it makes m- like me as a woman feel like, oh, so I should just like – not have sex with anybody or like and maybe I wait. should feel this
4: way too. Like I don't feel the same way you do. So why do like, why don't I feel that? Yeah. Way? Like I, yeah. I don't think
2: it's, it feels shameful. Right.
0: And that's unfortunate because I don't think it's anything on your end. He was obviously in a certain place that just wasn't going to mesh with what you guys were going through. And it, it could have been a very good connection and that's what scared him away. But it's unfortunate that that happens and women feel shameful for that because, I mean, first of all, sex is natural. And second of all, especially if you feel that type of connection, I mean, that's only going to strengthen that connection unless something else is holding it back. In this case, it sounds like it was the case. I, I don't know what it could be, but...
3: In the words of a great singer, sex is natural, sex is good. Not everybody does it, but everybody should.
2: But yeah, I mean, I it that has been in the back of my mind for, I mean, seven, eight months now, you know, and I know we've talked about this a lot. And I think part of it is because I feel like I messed it up with him because of that. But I know logically if if we were really good together, it would have worked out no matter what. And and that wouldn't have been the barrier. But still, like. I feel like things like that happen all the time to women and in relationships. And I think sometimes men blame you having sex early on as as the culprit. Like, oh, and and slut shame, like, which is the worst thing, I think. The worst. So I I don't know, like, how how do you
1: combat that? Like, what should what should we do as women to like deal with this you know I would love to tell you what my mom told me when I was in fifth grade so back in the day so I came home from school and I had this abstinence form that I was supposed to have my parents sign and I was supposed to sign it from our sex ed class at (laughs) at public school and my mom looked at me and she was like Jackie what if you're 28 years old and you haven't found the one for you yet and you're horny she's like you're just supposed to wait (laughs) And I was like, I hadn't considered any of these things because I was, what, 11 or something. And she's like, I just, I think you need to be realistic. So I had, and my, my mom was like definitely an innocent person growing up and, you know whatever so
4: wait did your mom think that you weren't gonna have sex until you were 28
1: well i was i was signing a form saying i was going to be abstinent until i was married and she was being realistic that maybe i wouldn't get married right away
2: my dad's sex talk to me was like not quite that but it was still like a very very realistic sex talk and Mm i i appreciate that now
1: At the time, I was like horrified, but yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, I didn't talk to my dad for a week after the sex talk. It was very (laughs) thorough with books and movies, like appropriate movies from the library.
3: Your dad's talked to you about sex. No, my mom talked to me
1: about sex. My my dad didn't talk to to my
2: dad. My dad basically told me that um, lots of girls were into him in high school, but
1: (laughs) he didn't really care about
2: them. But he had sex with them anyway. (laughs) (gasps) <gasps> hmm. hey dad so so like the lesson they, uh, was good talk dad no Mr. the, the lesson like the baller. lesson was that men um will have sex with you even the, even if they don't care about you so um but he really should have said that like exactly like i just said it yeah and not just left it as what it is because at 28 years old now i now like get the full meaning of all of that. Yeah.
0: I mean, but I think it gives guys a bad rap too, right? Because it all depends on your maturity level and what you're looking for. And not every guy is trying to just screw any girl, even if it's going to hurt their feelings. Like even someone, even a guy that's not ready for a committed relationship, but he's looking to, um, have sex and have a good time with women, but decides he wants to be respectful will make sure that they're on the same page before he does that, and they're not going to try and hurt their emotions, whereas sometimes guys get lumped into that group of guys that really suck that are the ones that are just, they don't give a shit, and they're going to hurt you no matter what just so they can get their dick
3: wet. And there's a lot of pressure, so, actually. I mean, where there's, we were talking about slut-shaming earlier, you know, that comes from guys or whatever, but there's also the guys out there, when I was growing up, I didn't lose my Virginia until I was like 17, 18 years old. And there was a I lot mean, of my we, guy I friends. I think we all
4: lost our virginities pretty late. We're all like compared to like most people.
3: But I mean, most of my guy I friends was, were. legal. My, my guy friends were like, <laughs> oh, no, I lost my virginity at 13. Whether that was true or not, yeah. I don't know. But it was a huge pressure on me yeah. to lose my virginity really early. because right. uh, and, and, so, and so there was this culture of, oh, well, you know, if you're, if you're going to get with a girl, you got to get in her pants real quick. And and fortunately, I was raised in an all-woman family. So when I did first – the first time I had sex, I was very respectful of the woman. But and, – and you all have heard that story already. But, I mean, you know, it's it's a, it's a culture out there. And it it's, is. And it's prevalent here in the United States. I don't United really States. know where it
0: comes from, but it, it's unfortunate that that is the culture that people grow up in. Because as a child, you don't know any different. And you grow into your teenage years and – You feel pressure from your peers to just have sex with women and uh, it kind of creates this entire dynamic that we're talking about it makes it difficult to find a real connection or date someone that you're looking for long term if that's what you're looking for
4: speaking of like a real connection has anyone said i love you too soon the last guy i dated said it like i want to say like barely a month in
0: how do you know what is too soon That's
3: the question.
4: Like, not really knowing, like, basic things about the person. Like, not knowing their birthday.
3: But what if he really did love you?
4: I mean, but that's the thing. So, there's, I think there's a big difference between love and lust. What is love? (laughs) 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 But, like, yeah, I think that a lot of people go through that, like, quote, unquote, honeymoon phase of relationships. Where they're like, no, like, I really love this person. They're so great. They're perfect. But you don't really know enough about them to like really say that you love them like you might be infatuated with them you might like really love like really enjoy spending time with them but like being in love with someone i think is very different
0: well and that's tough too because infatuation is very different than love but then love can come in very different forms too you
4: could be in love with someone or you could just like i love ginger i'm not in love with her
3: are you sure I'm, i'm pretty positive and you're and you're sure
4: yeah i'm, I'm like a hundred percent sure
0: oh wow i'm sorry ginger there's Giggity. like people
4: like that guy i dated who i waited too long mm-hmm. with we ended up becoming like best friends and n- not that i was ever in love with him to begin with but people were always really confused I'm like yeah i lo- like we say i love you like i do i love him but i'm right, just not in love with him there's enough. different there's levels different, of love like, Yep. Well, and do you, you do you think do you think it would have brother. been
0: different if you had sex earlier do, like do you think that yeah. would have changed things? Yes
3: I've been in love with I them? Think That
4: like you become really comfortable with people you get to know them a lot better and you like you expect things and it, it if it doesn't like you build things up in your mind and you're like, this isn't reaching my expectations or you know like way too much about them and you're like, I know what this is going to be like. So there's no surprise. I'm not,
2: I'm not going to lie. Like sometimes in certain relationships, I have wished that we had waited longer um, to get to know each other because sometimes I think like it's easy once you start going down the track of having sex that instead of spending time in like the living room, Talking. You well, you can, can still spend
0: time in the living room <laughs> while having Ew. sex.
2: Right? Oh, yeah. But <laughs> yeah, no, I think about that all the true. time too.
4: Though I'm like, I miss the phases of like just making out on the couch. You and know,
3: and the just, kitchen. Like, just very PG. And the bathroom, the living room, the deck. <laughs> not the in car, a party, the guys. Hallway.
4: The uh, if it's a party and it's not your party, just <laughs> do it at the, the kitchen table. <laughs>
0: by the tree outside.
4: <laughs> by the tree. Outside. Your
0: parents' bed.
4: <laughs> or, or do it by the tree. Bust up. Just not in my room <laughs> the library <laughs>
3: yeah. work
4: but no i think that like that does it like it moves sometimes it just moves too fast and you miss out on like the other basis
0: what do you think it is that causes it to move too fast like is it you feel s- such an attraction that you can't focus on the other aspects of it that you just jump into it and that ruins
3: it or, I mean, what is it? I think it's just it? like
4: the world we live in. Like, we want things immediately. We want instant gratification.
3: And still, what has happened when guys have told you that they love you? What, do you, what have you said? I
4: say it back. Yeah, you Even if it. you don't? <laughs>
3: <laughs> I believe that you said <laughs> thank you, thank one you at one time. <laughs> the first, first
4: boyfriend I had, I said thank you, and he told me he loved me. Was
3: because it too early?
0: Da, da, da. it was
4: seven months in it wasn't like a mm. short period of time it was like that's, right. a, that's a significant amount of yeah. time like yeah, that's that's like that was, would be appropriate i, I was like. really young and it was literally the first person to ever say that he loved me and i just like it just wasn't you just weren't on the same yeah. page and honestly it did blow up in my face so that's why i say it every time <laughs> but he like got so super you... upset that i didn't say it immediately because i was just like oh like I thought it felt like super cliche to just be like, oh, I love you too.
0: So now you will say it every time, even if you don't mean yes. it? Whoa. Why I is it? Well,
4: okay. If, if I was dating someone and I just didn't like them, yeah. that's a different story. Right. But, but, but like if you if like I them, but you don't love them, to say it,
3: you'll say it. I'll say it. I feel like there's different levels of love because I'm a very caring person and I have loved people like friends. I have loved people right. like lovers. I have loved all kinds of different things. And so uh, I feel like I can be in love with somebody but I'm not in love with somebody. And I that's happened with me in some of my ex-relationships where they were a wonderful person. I had nothing bad to say about them. But I broke up with them because they were in 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 love with me and I love them as a individual as a person, but I didn't want to spend the rest of my life with me like with them. So yeah. You know, I feel like there's different levels.
4: That's my thing, though. Not every relationship has to be a forever relationship. Some... I mean, like, if we all married and lived, like, forever with the first person you ever met, (laughs) like, I just think that's crazy. I don't think that every relationship needs to be a forever relationship.
0: I agree, but he's right in the fact that there are different levels of love. There are different types of love. And although we a lot of times put an emphasis on the difference between being in love or loving someone there's more levels than that even
4: Oh for sure and I'm, yeah, I
0: everybody here like I love everybody here but right. I you know <laughs> I know but, but you don't love like, me enough to put my dick in your mouth Right exactly well, <laughs> um, I mean I not <laughs> <Andy>. <laughs>
3: Whoa, hold Jackie back. Hold Jackie back. Get out of here. <laughs>
4: I was speaking for bullet. That's what <laughs> I should have clarified that. I should have said Do not
3: bullet, put things bullet. in my mouth, Stella. <laughs> <laughs> Words feel, or and other and things.
4: Like
2: oh, I mean, yeah, I think, and I think there are different kinds of love. Like I, I love my ex-boyfriend because he was my like first real love. I think that's different than somebody else I've loved since then who I still love but I'm not in love with either. You know what I mean? Like, There are certain, like, loves in your life that you will never replace. Same with friendships. Like, there are certain, like, friendship loves that, like, they will always be, like, the elite. They will always be not perfect, but they're your go-to people no matter what. That's that's your person, you know, from Grey's Anatomy, you know? Like, when it comes to friendships, you know? You're my person, Ginger. (laughs)
4: You, you are
1: though,
0: but Ginger, she does. She's not in love with you.
3: I'm just
2: not
4: yeah. in love with you. She
1: says, thanks.
3: and, and you know, Ginger and I have said, Oh, like, love you, friend, and stuff like that. I mean, we, that's, we're uh, honest see, about I've that. I've never said
4: that to any of you. I know that Ginger said it to me, but I'm always like, Do you
0: oh. have a fear of true intimacy?
4: No, I just take love very seriously. I think the word love is like very. serious. I think
0: the challenge me. comes in defining love because it's hard to define everyone, ha- it means something different to everybody. And it's hard to define. And I think some people might tell you that they love you and they're on one page when you define love in a totally different way. And it creates this rift between you when really maybe you're on the same page. You just have a different different understanding. Or different
4: ways of expressing it. Like the story we were talking about earlier, like the first guy I ever really dated and he told me he loved me. It's not like we weren't on the same page. It was just not the way I would have... Said it, it the first time yeah Yeah.
3: well and then you get into this well, whole relationship thing that. where you're like the one you say i love you and now you have to say it all the time <laughs> like if one person's like oh love you talk to you later you're like ah, love you too well <laughs> i go through that later. right now
4: i feel like the guy that i was dating um he was very big about saying i love you when we first started dating and he, it like became a thing where he was like I miss you. I love you. And I was like, I miss you too. And he's like, Well, why don't you say I love you <laughs> too? And I'm like, It's just not something that you have to say every time, blah, blah. But and he like rescinded his I love you.
3: Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. But that's <laughs> what I'm saying. Like, once you say it, it's like the cat's out of the bag because again, we're. But the cat a should be always
4: out of the bag. That's not like a, a thing that
3: like. Well, and it shouldn't be conditional it then, but, yeah, in that,
2: it, like, like hey, if you're not, not going to say it. So I had a situation and I haven't really honestly thought about this relationship in a long time and I see this guy very soon after I moved back from Houston and we, we fell for each other quickly he was friends with my cousin we spent a lot of time together we actually waited quite a bit of time to like sleep together he was um, the same age difference that bullet and I are so 12 12 years we waited a while we, I mean, we were very strategic in what we did and we we took our time but we just we weren't right for each other and we, we had said, I love you early on and around the time we had sex, so like around a month, month and a half in. And it became clear about month three uh, when our relationship was really taking a downward spiral I mean he was like insulting my dad to my face like he got (gasps) in a fight with my dad (gasps) and i'm and i'm really really good friends with my dad sex was no longer happening basically which was like a definitely barometer for our relationship going down he never spent time with me alone like it was Mm. like clearly this relationship was not working out i was crying a lot that's also another indicator right so at that point I didn't want to say I love you because like he's not treating me well. Like right. I needed from him personal time and respect. Like those are the like two things at that point I needed and I wasn't getting either of that from him. So how do you like rescind that? Like, I really cared about him, but he also wasn't being himself. At that well, point, what do you Well, when people change, I mean,
0: he could be a totally different person from the person he was before. You have to take it upon yourself to change the dynamic and say, look... Where is this going? What are we doing here? Because it's not what I signed up for
2: that ultimately would happen He was scared to be who he was like I would judge him or he wouldn't fit in and Mm. You know, I I don't know if I said this before in the podcast, but I definitely say it all the time You got to get your crazy out in the beginning Like I feel like actually the older you get like just be who you are like don't hide who you are as a person and what's important to you, because you're wasting everyone's time, your friend's time, your, your own time, time, and your own time. Exactly. Like, so that's what ended up happening. But uh, there's I, a billion there, was, year, there was there so. was a point where I like had a panic <laughs> about. I've said I loved you so many times, this guy, and I I truly. It's not that I didn't truly mean it, but I definitely never want to say it again to yeah. him. But I feel pressured to say it, even though I don't mean it now. You know.
4: Yeah, you have like that pit in your stomach where you're like, I'm saying this, and I don't mean it now. I like, I can feel myself lying to this other person.
3: I'm voting to move that we replace "I love you" with "I respect you," because that's something new, you know. And then this way, you can at least be. I think you should say like, "I really
4: like you. I enjoy spending time with you." I really,
3: really, really like you. Okay. Not bring Carly <laughs> into this yeah. conversation.
2: I think a good replacement for if you feel uncomfortable with saying I love you you say I'm so glad you're a part of my life I couldn't imagine it without you I like guess what no matter what when someone enters your life in a like major way in a relationship or a friendship you you have to think about your life and you couldn't imagine it that way because they've introduced you to another concept another person whatever and that's a truthful statement my question
0: is outside of the love thing when is it time like when is it the right time to admit that you're not just dating now you are together or to take it a step further when is it time to admit
3: it's time to move in when the person ha- asks you a hypothetical question and then runs laughing off into no, the... No, I,
4: I agree, <laughs> though. Like, when is it the right time to talk about the future and say, like, look, like, we're not just having fun. Like, I not that, like, relationships shouldn't always be fun. But, like, when but is this not, serious? Like, when right. is this, like, a forever relationship?
0: Right. When, when is the right time? And how do you time it so that both of you are on the same page? Well, that's, at the same time, you
4: like wake up in, mor- in the morning in bed together, and you're <laughs> like, "So our kids are going to be Luke and Leia. <laughs> we'll have two chocolate labs, all we'll will Stop a ball it! Though. Stop <laughs> it!
3: <laughs> no, I, I think it's really about uh, the the individuals. I mean, really, and that's where again, where Ginger was saying, "Get your crazy out early. Make sure that you like like this person, that you want to be with them, and then kind of go." can i see myself with this person in 20 30 years and if that is something that yeah. you can see then go for it so
1: when did you guys discuss oh my god moving I'm in together well i thought you were gonna ask when did we discuss like when were we i was actually gonna ask exclusive that, and in a relationship and i was going to tell you that the real question is where because we were at a strip club
3: what? <laughs> I'm not even kidding. How Why was I not invited <laughs> along on this excursion? I'm tips for
0: there. all you ladies out there. If you're trying to lock them down, take, take them, them, to them to a strip, strip club. club. I, I
1: mean,
3: I'm, I'm taking notes right here. So so.
4: They're like how I met your mother episode. Or they're like... <laughs> They, like, don't want to be lame. So they're like, yeah, let's do that. (laughs) I
1: always want to do that. That's what happens. They're like, let's get a membership. (laughs) This is why Hendrix
3: and Jackie are awesome. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah,
4: But no, but, like, when did you guys discuss moving in together? I feel like moving in together, at least for me, is a very big step. I've always said that I wouldn't move in with a guy unless we were married.
1: So why don't you answer from your perspective and then I'll answer you?
0: Yeah. I mean, um, well, it's different, right? Because I have friends that think moving in together is a really big deal. And then I have other friends that think it's nothing at all and they'll yeah, move some in people with anybody.
4: Are like, like, oh, you know, like we already spend so much time together anyways. just makes sense.
0: Right. But I'm somewhere in the middle. Okay. Um, but, you know... I, I wouldn't consider moving in with someone if I didn't see it as a truly long term situation. Like I wouldn't, I wouldn't move in with someone saying, Oh, uh, it may or may not work out. Let's just move in together. Like if I am very confident that we have a healthy relationship and I could see us building a life together and you want the same things, then I'm down to move in with you. And I I think I saw that pretty early on with Jackie, but um, you know, I didn't want to rush things. I feel like I was taking it kind of slow, seeing how things would go, but I was open to the idea and waiting to feel her out to see where she was. And I think that's kind of where you bring up the timing issue. And sometimes people might have this expectation and want to push a certain agenda when the other person may not be at that level or may not be ready yet. And it could kill a very good opportunity for a long term situation. Um, But I feel like you have to be a little malleable in waiting to see how things play out and and, uh, finding the right time.
1: So when, like, how did it come up for us?
0: I'm not sure. I feel like we talked about it a few times uh, just briefly up in the air before we actually made a decision to Mm -hmm. do it, right?
3: Yeah. Was that, uh, like, during coital or Post-coital. every time every time we were having sex she's like, like when are we moving in together
1: <laughs> it's all about like, timing ladies so for me I remember Hendrix specifically saying uh, that he wanted me to find a house for us to buy within the next six months and I was like hell what yeah process, pulling like up all the shit like I'm fine. in did
3: that make you how moist? how far along?
1: yeah like how How long have <laughs> you guys been dating at that point? uh what eight months? No, sorry, I'm yeah.
0: not totally sure
1: I feel like it
4: was seven months. Yeah, I feel like that's like a day. good time. Like, especially like you guys
1: have said, I love
4: you. Right. Like you guys have been spending most of your time together. There's. I
0: mean, like- we we had spent most of our time together. And the thing was, we had gone on extended vacations at that point, spending 24 hours with each other. And, and didn't tell each other. Exactly. And I mean, that, that speaks volumes aside from everything else. Um, but I, I think it was a thing where we both saw... A future potential and i had voiced that but i i said that you know if we're going to move in together i think we should find a house and then she was on it like what on
4: rice yeah real fast i mean i would be too yeah. like if if i had been dating a guy for like six seven months at that point like i like you like i would not be wasting my time if i don't like thanks. you. thanks you're welcome <laughs> um <laughs> and if that guy was like Oh, like, let's move in together. Let's buy a house together. And was actually serious about it. I'd be like, fuck yeah. See, I'm like very different, and not that I judge
2: anyone for their opinions or their actions. I maybe am maybe because of my parents and everything they drilled into my head for so many years. But I am so freaking cautious when it comes to living with somebody that I want to marry with at least a ring on my finger. I think it's on a per per couple basis and yeah
0: it depends and I mean no one knows when the right time is right you make decisions based on the facts that you have and what you know and hopefully you make the right decision
2: and I also like with that said I've never been in a situation where I have been in a long-term relationship in my like mid to late 20s where we were ready to move in. Honestly, don't know what I would say now. That's just like what my previous response has been.
4: But, um,
0: well, you have to have certain criteria or I guess
4: like boxes checked off before. Right. Because you get to that stage.
0: moving in with someone, you're co-mingling your lives.
4: It's so much different and than, than so a roommate. Yeah. It,
0: it's, it's going to be difficult to remove that. Like if you've been dating someone for two or three weeks and then they say, let's move in together you're going to kind of be like, or you probably should be like, well, wait, let's evaluate things because that's going to be very difficult to reverse.
4: And I think that's why a lot of relationships fail once people move in together. They're like, oh, I thought I really knew this person. Now we live together and I see them every moment of every day and I see their little things and now I realize that they're not the person that they claim to be when we were just seeing each other, right. living in our own spaces. But, you know, I've
3: done both. I have waited a while before I moved in with somebody, and I've moved in with somebody very quickly. I agree with with Ginger. I'm a little bit more cautious when it comes to moving in with somebody. And you should be because it
0: sucks to have to rely on your feelings because what are they based
3: in? Mm-hmm. Mine are all in sex, but.
4: <laughs> no, I mean, like, honestly, though, like, I think I can speak for all three of us. That when we heard that you guys were moving in together, I don't think any of us were like, oh, you know, like that seems too soon or like maybe it won't work out. Like it just seemed like the natural progression of your relationship.
3: Y'all were such a cute couple. Yeah, we, we were. We're <laughs> dead now.
2: I think more than that, I think you're very communicative. We're, we're older. So. We're older, too. Like, right. Right. The thing is too, like right. we're not 20 years old. So I, I think that's why we we spend a lot of time with you talking about very serious topics. And we get to the, down to the nitty gritty of it, which I think a lot of couples don't address those things. And I think that's why the three of us felt like, well, you know, like they haven't been dating that long, but yet I feel like they really know each other and they spend the time to get to know each other and they really like are communicating about what they want to do to go and who page. they are. So yeah. yeah.
3: And it doesn't matter really the time because right. I had I had a really good friend uh, that She met this guy online. They dated for two weeks. He told her within two weeks that he loved her. And she was like, whoa, like this is too much. Broke up with him. She couldn't stop thinking about him for a month. Got back together with him two months later they were married and they were living together and they have beautiful children and they're still married. Like, I mean, well, and I think and that's you don't always know
4: exceptions to the rule.
3: Well, well, not, a, I, I don't even think there are exceptions. I think
0: that goes to the point of sometimes you have to be a little malleable and understand that like you might be at one level that they're not at yet and you have to kind of walk a, a fine line, which it's hard to know what that is. But if you feel that it's right, and you feel that they're going to get there as well, you kind of have to find a time that's going to work for both of you. It's fortunate that that worked out because it could have gone total opposite way. It, and she could have left and, uh, you know, been on her merry way. And when in reality, it could have turned out to be something great. Fortunately, it turned out to be something that was uh, had a happy ending.
3: So in sum, I am still waiting for my Princess Charming.
2: Um, I... I guess what i learned tonight was that if it's meant to be it's meant to be but maybe don't feel pressured to rush in anything and uh and really get time to know each other
4: and i think that like you should just do what is right for you you shouldn't feel like you have to do something because
1: other people are doing it i think you should go with the flow your own flow On that same note, I think definitely follow your heart and the timing of life and trust that everything will work out the way that it's supposed to when it's supposed to, even though it's annoying as fuck when you're a go-getter and you want shit to happen sooner Um, because everything does work out the right way.
0: And I think that we all just need to be cognizant of our expectations and realize that what we want may not come as soon as we hoped it would. But if we're open, we keep an open mind and we give people a chance that um, good things can happen it just has to have the right timing.
2: Well, we hope you feel better about your life now. Check out our site, tellyouoverdrinks.com or follow us on social media for more episodes. And if you have any stories you want to share with us, email stories at tellyouoverdrinks.com. Until next week, cheers.